Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Republicans in Congress are defending the Hyde Amendment, a measure that prevents the use of taxpayer dollars from funding abortions. Mississippi Congressman Michael Guest says some moderate Democrats will be in a tough position. I believe that there are some people who identify and have been elected as Democrats, but I don't believe that they support abortion. This is one of the key fundamental fights that we will have, and this is an area where Republicans must stay strong, and we must not give an inch on this fight. And it's been considered contraband, but for the first time in 10 years, prison inmates who smoke can do so legally. Corrections Commissioner Burl Kane says so far, so good. It's working and the prices are good now, no complaints. Kane said he had to do a little work to get vendor prices down on cigarettes. We just said, y'all too high. We got to come down. We got to be competitive with the street. And so we found some cheaper cigarettes. It's good though, and so they like it because you don't have to roll your own. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Before you dig or drive stakes in the ground, call 811, or you might hit... Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. (laughs) An electric line or a gas line. Tent's gone. Yeah, driving stakes. Call Mississippi 811 two days before pounding. It may keep you out of the... Don't worry, honey, the doghouse is just fine. There's room for both of us in here. Call 811 two days before you dig. Let's make our goal zero damages, zero injuries. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching for C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. The Mississippi Attorney General's office has teamed up with Polaris, a human trafficking organization, and Uber. Lynn Fitch explains why the partnership is a game changer. What do Uber drivers look for? What do they look for in their communities? What do they spot when they're the Uber Eats and they're delivering food? You know, is it distance? Do you see these children? Do you see them being kept apart? Are they not making eye contact? Are they nervous when you're, they're around? Fitch says in 2019 alone, there were 241 human trafficking victims in Mississippi. And a blues singer from New Orleans set roots in Mississippi and has a connection to a famous rock band. Walls Mayor Kedron Henderson talks about Memphis Minnie. She settled in Walls and she recorded lots of music here in the Memphis area. And Led Zeppelin did a cover of one of her songs called When the Bow Breaks. And they actually won a Grammy for that cover. She was born as Lizzie Douglas and died in 1973. She's buried at the New Hope Missionary Baptist Church Cemetery in Walls. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. With Sports Mississippi, I'm Dixon Williams. Southeastern Conference basketball action today finds Mississippi State at South Carolina with a 2.30 tip-off there, 2 o'clock airtime on the MSU Basketball Network. The Bulldogs are 4 and 6 in the Southeastern Conference, 10 and 9 overall, while South Carolina is 3 and 4, 5 and 6. The Ole Miss Rebels, fresh off the win over Tennessee earlier this week, will take on Auburn at Auburn. 3 o'clock tip on the Plains, 2.30 airtime on the Ole Miss Basketball Network. Ole Miss comes in at 4-6 and six in the conference, 9-8 and eight overall, while Auburn is also 4-6 and six in the conference and 10-9 and nine overall. And the Southern Miss Golden Eagles will look to break a four-game losing skid in Conference USA action as they take on Rice at Rice this afternoon at 4 o'clock. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Sports Mississippi.
ever feel like you are in the dark? Well, with a propane generator, you'll never be in the dark again, at least when the lights go out. Enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out. Propane generators assure you will always have power. Propane-fueled, clean cooking. Hot water on demand, warm and consistent heat and power when you need it most. Why would you choose anything else? Propane, clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com today. This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Super Bowl 55 will kick off at 5.30 Sunday afternoon, pitting the Kansas City Chiefs against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Chiefs are in their fourth Super Bowl, their second consecutive Super Bowl, where they won last year's Super Bowl over the San Francisco 49ers. Tampa Bay is in their second overall ever Super Bowl. They won back in 2003, Super Bowl 37 over Oakland. The Chiefs Mississippi players are Chris Jones out of Mississippi State, defensive tackle. Linebacker Willie Gay is on the roster, but he will be out for the Super Bowl with a meniscus injury. Listed on the debt chart for Kansas City, Martinez Rankin out of Mississippi State is listed second at right guard. And Jordan Tiamu, quarterback out of Ole Miss, is still on the depth chart listed third at quarterback. Tampa Bay Buccaneers have Raheem Nunez-Roches out of Southern Miss. And Sarah Thomas, Patrick Gulenative, will be the first female official in the 55-year history of the Super Bowl. Kickoff at 5.30 tomorrow in Tampa. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports Mississippi. Welcome to Weekend Gardening with your host, the empress of everything green, Nellie Neal. Garden Mamas on the radio now to answer your questions and call you. Hello, baby. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome in. This is Weekend Gardening. My goodness. Yeah, that's a whole lot of Dwayne Allman you're hearing in that particular little riff there, too, Mr. Raleigh. That is uh, from the same album of which we were speaking before we went on the air. Yes, friends, it's time to talk about the green world or what we wish was the green world. We can speculate about so many things today. Have you heard the weather forecast for the next week or 10 days? Good grief. Nobody seems to know what it's going to (laughs) Depends on where you are and who you watch or listen to or read, but... As always, there, this, this is this is not unexpected. This is the February. Of course, it's going to be crazy weather, and in, pay attention. Just depends on what latitude you are happen to fall into, and to how far south that cold, 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 cold weather will come. But I do know that the the as they say, "Good Lord willing," and the creek don't rise. We'll be right here again next Saturday talking about all of it here on Weekend Gardening. My name is Nellie Neal. I'm known as the Garden Mama. It is a great privilege to be here with you, to have a microphone, to talk to you wherever you are. You might be down the street from here at headquarters. You might be across the state of Mississippi. You might be in the surrounding states. Hey, y'all. But you could be a lot farther away because guess what? Supertalk.fm gets you around the globe 
and probably a few other places, but I don't know who's got a receiver on Mars yet. We're waiting. We're waiting. Lots of things to talk about today. Always the first part of this world of weekend gardening is you. You call me. You text me. I love hearing from you. Let me hear from you about you, what you need to know, what you want to know, or you can just brag a little bit. 888-808-8637, that is the Super Talk call line. 601-879-4395, the C Spire text line, which I'm always appreciative of. Y'all are so nice to get in touch and send pictures and send fun comments. And yes, sometimes things that we can't talk about on the radio, but other times things that we can. <laughs> so... Oh, my goodness. Let's see. And hearing weighing in first today, Greg wins in Nettleton. Thank you so much, Greg. Um, it's a new world every day, as he says. It's true. But a lot of things are consistent. That is, we want to grow. We want to keep on growing. And we really do want to share experiences as gardeners with one and another. To do that, I'm happy to say this program is the anchor of my life. I get to be here with you, and it is what really I look forward to every week. I also get to write a newsletter that has subscribers. That's a a thrill for me. I've also got my Patreon world going on in addition to the Facebook group. So guess what? You're interested in Mama, you you can get to me and talk to me and send me your questions all the time. But frankly... This is the most immediate because it's radio. That's right. Between calling and texting, I'm right here. I can answer now. Otherwise, things you have to kind of get in a line with the other things. <laughs> but with me here and with Raleigh answering the phone over there, the good news is you can talk to us about any of these subjects at all. And, okay, who's going to win the Super Bowl? I don't care, but I can tell you what I'm cooking. Valentine's Day, I don't care, but I can tell you what I'm cooking. Raleigh's birthday, I don't care. I can't tell you what I'm cooking, but I can tell you that... Make me some gumbo. (laughs) This man is serious. I can tell you, though, that on the same day as all that is my happy vaccination day. I have my first appointment. Yay! If we had a chorus, we would be singing hallelujah right now. So happy to be in this number, as they say. Um and yeah, for those of you who are arguing with me about it on Facebook, I don't, you're you're just wrong this time. So we'll we'll move on and talk about other things. Ooh, wee, my goodness! John's garden is green <laughs> in Tallahatchie. Sometimes it's underwater at this time of the year. But he says the river dropped ten feet when it went down the last time, and that led to him having lots of wet soil where all these greens are just flourishing. It just looks great. That's terrific. Um, I don't know how you're going to harvest them, but on the other hand, I know you'll figure it out. That's really great. Bob's in Summit today. The the blueberry bush is uh, kind of sad. It, it it The kids broke it, but that's okay. The grandkids broke it. That's what they do. I picked all my mother's daffodils one year that she was literally saving for an event. Oops. Well, um, the, the, the broken shoots are going to – I think you need to trim off the part that's clearly broken off. And after that, we need to see what's going to leaf out. The rest of it's going to leaf out, and it will grow back. But it's a it's a difficult situation. I understand that, Bob. Um, you're nice to not be having curse words or anything about your grandchildren. They just broke it. They didn't, you know, they didn't mean to. But yeah, break off, take, cut off those broken parts, just a tiny little bit behind the broke, the break rather, the snap. Go down just maybe a half an inch, and clip it on an angle with 
preferably with that angle moving towards the outside of the plant. In other words, um, if the top of it is into the interior, the bottom of the slant should be going out. That's always a good idea because it keeps us from directing water towards the center of a plant, which is not usually what we want to do, especially when we're in recovery like this one. As soon as they um, leaf out here pretty soon, you'll be able to start fertilizing it and get some good growth on Hey, James, lovely pansies. That's pretty for sweet little faces. How cute. Let's see. Starting us off on the Super Talk call line today, it's Willie in West Point. You want to root some camellias, huh? Yes, ma'am. Tell me about it. Well, it's uh, blood red, about eight feet tall, about Ooh. six feet across. Love it. Now I, want to, I want to root some of them. It's full of bloom now. I love that. There's a couple yes, of ways. There's a couple of ways to root camellias. Um, one you can do any time, and now it's just as well. Or you can, and the other you're going to do in a few months. The first one is called an air layer. Have you ever done that? No, ma'am, I oh, haven't. Okay. Do you, and the other is a ground layer. Do you have any branches that are touching the ground? I uh, don't know. I will look and see. Okay. If you do, the way you can root uh, th- these two both stay attached to the plant. The the ground layer is simply you dig a little trench along the side of the plant and lay that branch down in it, cover it up with dirt, and lay a brick on top of it because they will try to, try to spring out. You know, pretty pretty They're pretty vigorous. They'll try and spring out. But at that point, it'll start to root, and in about three or four months, the other end of it away from the plant will could start to grow, and then you can go and separate it from the plant, the, from the mother plant, and have this other one to transplant. You can also okay. do an air layer on a branch where you wound the branch a little bit, make a little cut in it, and then wedge it open, put wet sphagnum moss around it, and secure that in clear plastic. Do you see what I'm saying? That would, In other words, it's still attached to the main plant. Those two work, but if there's also another way, which I actually prefer because I, I tend to like to root things. Um, after the flowers finish and you do a little pruning on the plant, or even if you don't, the, the new growth is going to start. And when it's new, it's real green. You could literally take that the stem and wrap it around your finger if you needed to. But mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks after that, three weeks if the weather's warm, um, it's going to end up being a little bit bendy but not snap yet. So that's the wood you're looking for is the wood that still has a little bit of bend but doesn't bend easily but also doesn't snap when you bend on it. So you take about uh-huh. a six-inch cutting, take the leaves off the bottom half of the, that stem, roll it up in rooting hormone, and then I like to root them just in a little pot, small pot. Because that, uh-huh. if I need to keep more humidity around it, it's easier at that point. But camellias will root. We root them a lot. On the other hand, if you want one, I'm going to tell you to root five. <laughs> so, there you so, go. so that I for sure, you. you know, it's a gamble. We're going to make sure we get one of them to go. <laughs> so, That's right. But thank you for doing that. Well, they're beautiful plants, and there's some that we really do need to keep propagating. And you know, um, it, it, they do have an eventual lifespan, is what I'm trying to say. And you'd like there to be another one nearby. That's younger, so that you can keep that beautiful flower going for your family. Okay, this plant is probably thirty or thirty-five years old. I love it. That's wonderful. Beautiful, beautiful. All right. Thank you, sir. Good to hear from you today. You too, ma'am. Appreciate that. Thank you. All right. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you, Raleigh. I'm not going to unlock that. I'm going to let you do that. Andrea is on the text line this morning in Madison, um, and she's it. Is that it? I'm not sure what it is. It might be a bottle brush, but it's something that's blown over a bit. 
Um, I would actually, I wouldn't give up anything about it. it. It's not leaning very far. And what I would do is to dig a little bit of soil around it, work that soil so it's a little bit looser, and then take a small rope, not, not anything that's going to cut through the bark, and literally make yourself a stake over on the side where you're trying to pull it to. And don't pull hard. Just put that over there. Come back in another week, tie it up a little tighter. Come back in another week, tie it up a little tighter. And you'll be able to move it as much as four or five inches up. Of course, yes, you can always dig it up and put it in a big pot. <laughs> That's the other option that, that um, and, and replant one here. That's fine. It could be a Leland. I can't really tell what it is, but I think you, that we can recover its upright shape and bring it up a little bit more if you will give it a little more soil to live in, pull it a little bit, and give it some mulch under the base. The problem here, I think, is probably that it sat in wet soil for a little bit too long and it just sank. Okay, so certainly you can dig it up and move it if you need to. Now's the perfect time to do that. But you can also give it a little help where it is and see if you can't get that new those new leaves to start up again. It does not look like a front yard. If I had it in my front yard, I probably would dig it up and put something else. But it doesn't look like the front yard. So that's that's a plant that looks like it can be saved. I'm thinking Leland, but I don't I don't really know. It's got real. It's got good potential, though. You're not. You don't have a big problem there. Let's see. Um, yes, Ken's in Pike County. You can grow avocados here. Make sure that you are getting a variety that is intended for Zone Eight, Hardy in Zone Eight. Um, there are three or four of them, and I don't know where they're available, and I don't know where you can get one. It's not something that you can raise from a pit either. Okay. So that's that's the other question people always ask. But, yeah, you can get them. They're, they've bred them for Zone 8, and they are available. I would like to tell you where to get them, but I don't know. Okay? Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm looking again at Andrea's plant. I really think it's got potential. I think it's got potential to come back and, and head up, whether it's a Leland or whatever it is. Thank you, Bob. That blueberry is going to be okay. It really is. All right, now, let's see. Um, Bill. Bill, you're in Hattiesburg. Ooh, quince trees. Let's talk about quince. What are you doing? You growing one or you want one? Uh, you talking to me now? Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. Now, I've got a tree, and it hadn't made in like three years, and I was wondering if you, if anybody else quince trees is having that same problem because this tree used to be just loaded down, and it just in the last three years it just mm-hmm. quit. Mm-hmm. I I have I, I certainly saw some bountiful crops of quince um, last year. So I, I'm not from Hattiesburg, but from uh, further west of you. But I don't think there's been anything that I don't know of anything that has caused them not to produce. I would ask how long it's been since you fertilized the tree or pruned it or did anything for it. Well, we we've been fertilizing it around the bottom, and we haven't pruned it though. Okay, what do you fertilize with? Uh, uh, shoot, I can't remember. I okay. like three years ago when I called you. Okay. You okay, well, it. in that case, that was the right thing. <laughs> 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 no, I probably told you either fruit tree food or zero twenty twenty or something like that. It's time to do right. that again. 
Um, and it's also time right now, if you if there's anything like any dead wood in there, if there's anything that's that's rubbing up too close on each other, you can take those out, prune them right out now. But you can also prune the tips, as many of them as you can reach. And that helps to spur new growth and also um, help with the fruit production. And I would make, but I would make sure that you fertilize it, even if you don't do anything else to it. What about if it looks like the bark is trying to peel off of it too? Now that's a different problem. Um, are, is there are there any holes, and do you see any sawdust on the ground around it? Well, I've not lately. I mean, okay. I, like I said. Uh, it used to make just a. I mean, I right. Was, well, there I are there are borers to the house to get it. Right you know? there, there are borers that can get in the tree, and if the bark is beginning to drop off, you may find that there's holes and, um, you know, some some sawdust even on the ground. Sometimes, if that's the case, what you need to do is take a picture of it and go to your local, you know, go go to the garden center or the co-op and show it to them and say, look, I need to treat my tree because there's a couple of different products that you can use depending on what the damage looks like. But if that's if that's not the issue and it's just an older tree with a little bit of loose bark, it could be that that fertilizer is going to help. It it could be that we're talking about a tree that needs to be pruned and and fertilized and watered if it's if there's a dry season. We haven't had one recently, but if there's a dry season, I does quince does not have as long a lifespan as something like. A fig tree, but it is longer than apple trees. So I don't think there's any reason you shouldn't be able to get it going back into production. Yeah, because it's about, I don't know, just guessing probably 15 to 20 foot tall. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I would certainly fertilize it. Okay. All right. Well, I'll keep trying to fertilize it. Cause Do that as soon as, the, as soon as the first leaves pop out. Go ahead and fertilize it. All right. Okay. All right. Let me know. Bye. Thanks, Bill. Thank you. Take care. We'll see who else is a quince expert. Tell us about your quince. <laughs> I've never heard of that fruit tree before. Um, you will run into the jelly at a mar- farmer's market or something. It's a fairly southern thing, and it's delicious. Um, I've had it made into hand pies. That Not me. I'm not that good at baking. But um, really nice. Really nice taste. What's um, it similar to? Is it like a citrus? No. It's mm. more in the... Um, apple plum mm. category but it's a very light taste so it's it's not overly sweet either um let's see yes it's a leland andrea says and do the down brown dead looking branches mean it's dying that's what we don't know we don't know those those brown branches may just have dehydrated because it slid over you know it sunk and fell over a little bit but it may be that there's a, a that the soil is staying too wet and if that's the case, of course, then that's the time to, to plant it, to, to move it rather, get it, d- dig it up and transplant it. It's not necessarily dying. <laughs> um, well, okay, Ken, uh, your, your friends who are telling you that, that avocados won't grow in Pike County are correct if we were trying to grow Haas or if we were trying to grow the Southern Florida one. But these are varieties that have been developed specifically for Zone 8. And I'm not saying you don't have to protect them for a couple of years when they're young in cold, cold weather. Sure you do. But that's true of any tree that we plant, you know, that that is new. All right? All right, let's prove everybody wrong. Let's grow avocados. Come on, Mississippi, you can do this. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So glad to have you along today. Appreciate you giving me ear space here for weekend gardening. 
Your business may not be a Fortune 500 company yet. You've worked hard to grow your business to where it is today, but are the manual processes that worked when you were smaller now eating into your man hours? As an iSolve network provider, MWG Employer Services can help you save time and money by streamlining the processes of administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits, as well as training your personnel to efficiently manage your human capital through one platform. Want to find out more? Visit MWGEmployerServices.com. Smart shoppers will tell you they found it on HighBid.com. HighBid.com lets you explore thousands of auctions across the U.S. and around the world. You'll find gold coins, sporting goods, classic cars, collectible toys, fine jewelry, household items, and sports memorabilia autographed by the greats. HighBid.com has hundreds of thousands of items for sale every day. It's easy to search and easy to find auctions in your area. Just go to HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com. And see what everyone is talking about. He loves me. He loves me not. He loves me. He loves me lots. This Valentine's, let DNS Diamonds help you convey just how special she is. From diamond pendants starting at just $29 to beautiful creations that will stand the test of time, DNS Diamonds offers something for everyone's taste and budget. He loves me. And now, through February 13th, get a free gift with every purchase. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street, across from Amerigo in Flowood. He loves me lots. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenandatruck.com. New Care MD is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. For health care the way it should be, visit newcaremd.com. That's newcaremd.com. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, needs your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, needs your vehicle. Quality vehicles. Affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Hi, Eddie Schultz here with MGT Films with some great news for businesses and homeowners here in the metro trying to balance utility bills and save money. 3M Window Films give your single and double pane windows low E glass light savings. 3M Window Films stop heat in the summer and maintain warmth in the cold winter. If you own a building or a home, you don't have to choose between comfort and savings anymore. For free estimates, contact MGT Films at 601-707-5596 or online at mgtfilms.com. 
It's even making you bop a little bit, Wally. <laughs> it's got a good jig. <laughs> Thanks, Daniel. Appreciate you doing that for me. There's uh, always some more music to be had. If you can have a little Elvin Bishop, you know, you might as well. Why not? Well, how about this? We know, don't we, that it's better for us to go outside, not just because of the pandemic, but it's better for us as human beings to spend time in the outdoors, right? Of course. Guess what? New study. Mm-hmm. Australians love their beaches as much as we love ours. But a new study being done there by Flinders University has proven to us and showed us and great numbers about broad appeal of all kind of other coastal assets. Sound familiar? Mm-hmm. Of course it does. Tidal wetlands, nature trails, and other protected areas like bird sanctuaries. Sound familiar? Mm-hmm. Of course it does. This is really interesting. I had no idea that we just did not observe, because we didn't know about it, um, World Wetlands Day on the 2nd of February. But these folks have ba- have based their studies in Adelaide. They're published in the Environmental Science and Policy Journal and really do measure the cultural ecosystem services as a framework for people to express themselves. And this is really very, very powerful. Um, the benefits it, that people receive for in, in a way from that's usable to, obviously, the people that are going to make the decisions about these places and these, these efforts is very, very important. And this study is going to go a long way towards helping that. Triple eight eight zero eight eight six three seven. That is the Super Talk call line. Um, let's see now. One of the oh, Ken's got another question from Pike County. Let's see what's happening. Two pecan trees, well established. Um, got rid of the kudzu. That's good. <laughs> I I tell you what I would do, Ken, if I had two big pecan trees that I've gone to the trouble to get the kudzu out from around. I would do a soil test in that area before I did anything else because pecans have very specific feeding needs, and by doing a soil test and letting them know what you're growing, you'll be able to get the recommendations for, particularly for zinc, because that's a a nutrient that pecan trees use and must have in greater quantities than other trees need to produce their nuts. Now, that's not the only problem that can go wrong with a pecan tree, obviously, but that's the place to start is get that soil test and see what you need to do in the way of nutrition. All right? All right. Um, yeah, good news. I like that. I call that random good news. But we've actually we've got proof and we can show policy papers and explain. I know that's so boring. I just love all that wonky stuff. What can I tell you? If you if you're going to make a policy, okay, if I'm going to say I'm doing sustainable gardening, I have to have research that points my way. I have to have experience to add to that, and then of course you have to consistently test your theories and and see whether they work. Okay, I could tell you all sorts of stuff, but if I don't know it works, what good's it going to be? So, more research. I like that. Let's see what's going on in Corinne's garden today. She has. Uh, she wants to know she needs to rotate the containers, the soil, in that the peppers and okra and green beans and squash were in. Actually, I don't. You don't need to rotate for any of those crops, but you certainly need to amp up the soil that's in those pots. You know, I, I would, for example, it, it, in my general practice is. If I've got a container that's big and I've been growing something in it, and I do the, I do this with a couple of Tabasco peppers, I'll take out 
half the soil or a third of the soil and mix that with something else and do something else with it, either put it in the compost or put it in a bed or start another batch of potting soil with it because it's depleted. It needs some fresh organic matter, some fresh potting soil, and obviously some fresh fertilizer in it. But that's all that I do about it. Um, Yes, I do leave also the green bean roots um, and and turn them under as much as possible. The others I don't. The others are are in the way. Tomatoes and pepper roots, I'm pulling those out, and certainly okra roots because they usually go all the way to the edge of the container anyway. (laughs) They've about taken their soil out. You ever have those? You You empty the container, and the roots are all the way out to the edges, and you realize that, this is a whole thing. Well, that's that's what you chop up and put in your compost. Okay, you're not going to try and turn that into another box or, or container of potting soil if it's completely done up with roots. I'm not necessarily saying that it has any use at all, but it's fine for bulk and can be added into the compost. It's probably not very fertile either. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, fun to grow up by a lake. I grew up next to a river um, about, about a little less than a half mile from the Washita River, with woods between my house and the and the river, you talk about idyllic. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. Thank you for bringing that up, Greg. It was it was a great place to be a kid. I um, my second grade pictures though, still have a little bit of purple on them, where we had used elderberry berries for war paint. <laughs> I can still remember how hard it was to get it actually didn't come off. <laughs> still a little there. Anyway, oh, my goodness. Let's see. Um, John's got an actual question. Hey, John, strawberry plants. What do I do with them? Uh, They're forecasting in in, in his area, Tallahatchie. They're forecasting 12-degree nights. And, of course, we don't know because we don't know. We're we're not in charge of the weather until the weather actually gets to us. We never know what it's going to do. But, Yes, you can move them into another area. Yes, you can pot them up. I would probably, if I'm planning to move those anyway, if I'm going to transplant them to somewhere else in the garden, um, I would I would dig them up and bring them inside and, and protect them until week after next and then put them outside with your others. But if they're going to be disturbed, you might as well disturb them now. <laughs> Why not? I do love to grow strawberries. I have to tell you that my experience with them is not great for keeping them year to year, and, in, and intentionally so. They have a lot of problems in the summertime. I've had some that I managed to keep, but uh, um, I would really much rather plant in October and harvest in April. It's just better all the way around. Some news from the world of uh, weather. Speaking of that, I had no idea. Did, have you noticed the last year has been kind of jammed together? <laughs> <laughs> one month kind of falls into the other one, and, and, and you're still trying to figure out how long it's been since you did one thing or another, but things have changed, you know. Um, did you wash the masks? All those kind of things. We have questions we've not had to ask before. But the American Geophysical Union is telling us that California's rainy season is starting nearly a month later than it did 60 years ago. That's change. That's change in the climate right there. Physical change in the climate, okay? It has been pushed back from November to December, which, of course, increases the terrible wildfire season further into the fall, into the winter even, and leaves more denuded areas that then get rained on, and all the mudslides and things that we've just been hearing about are really, that's that's the thing. Usually the wildfire season there is from May 
through October. But unfortunately, it's the wildfire season has happened sooner. Unfortunately, arson always happens, and the areas are not what really very damp. They're they're dry areas. The next thing you know, it's not a future thing; it's a now thing. And I I don't this does not bode well for the situation there in California between the wildfires and the rainy season. They're losing a lot of territory pretty quickly. Um, this University of Belgrade in Serbia has been one of the contributors to this. They keep track of these particular things in several parts of the world. And, in fact, um, the results in this particular situation, the official onset of California's rainy season is 27 days later than it was in the 1960s. Yep, that's different. Usually December and January were the wettest months um, when I was there, which is almost that long ago. (laughs) Not quite. (laughs) Almost that long ago. Oh, my goodness. Um, I have to tell you, Ken, you're you're giving me... um, you make you want to make me giggle, and I'm I'm not I don't sound good giggling on the radio, so I'm not going to do that. But your friend's idea um, about getting zinc to the the plant is probably not the best. So <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Oh my goodness, that's some Mississippi stuff right there. <laughs> now, I, in in defense of Mississippi, as I always do, I will tell you that I had to go to California before I ever saw. Two things that look so you would have expected to see them in the rural part of somewhere, and yet they they that is that they paint the lower half of the tree trunk white to keep the something off. I don't know what. And then they put silver aluminum foil around it to keep the caterpillars from crawling up or down or something. And I also had never seen jugs of vinegar water put out on the front porch as insect repellent just sitting there jugs did it work apparently they did it most of the time they talk about old wives tales i I think they're i would like to think of them more as i mean having having been an old wife myself i would rather think about them as old culture you know (laughs) it's like something we knew sometime we needed to figure out how to do something so that's what they did apparently it works i don't know my grandmother was rusty nails for iron in the garden. I mean, I don't know. She had a beautiful garden, but my grandfather said, she doesn't know it, but I'm out there putting the iron out to ferrous sulfate. Anywho. <laughs> One of the things going on in my garden this particular week, and I did write about it um, in All Things Garden Mama Weekly, is... This is when you really need to be out there and take pictures of everything and look at stuff in your in your landscape. Here's a couple of reasons why. First of all, the only thing really out there now are evergreen plants and hardscape. The hardscape are those things, paths, benches, um, rock walls, you know, stuff that you've got in the landscape design that don't go away. They don't change very much. They may get covered up by plants. I've got a couple of trellises that are hardscape, but you wouldn't see them except in the winter. So that's there's that. But there's also time now to look because, for example, if next summer you say to yourself, that tree really doesn't seem to have grown very much. If you go back a couple of years and look, you can see whether it did or not because you took a picture of it in the early part of winter. I mean, in the middle of winter, rather, or the early part of spring to see what it was doing. 
gives you a comparative set of things, but it also gives you the opportunity to see what's not there. For example, when I drove to my house the other week, I looked and said, you know, I hadn't been able to see the front of my house. There's been construction, and even before that, it was not. I mean, now there's a sidewalk and a bike path and a planting in what's called the hell strip, you know, that part between the sidewalk and the street, which is called that because it's a very difficult area to get things to grow because it stays so hot and dry in most cases. Um, there's, there's Those things are there, and then you can suddenly see up to my flower bed and then up to my house. Well, good grief, it's kind of naked out there, so... I wanted to dig up some shrubs, finally did that last weekend after it rained, and got those moved into the front bed um, with my assistance. I had a friend help me. No, I don't dig big holes anymore. But these were not really big shrubs, so that helps. And I've got a couple of pieces of art that need to be back up in that effort. Um, but it's also true that it's it's important for all of us to look and see what's there. It may just be a matter of neatening the edge around your beds. It may just be a matter of painting the focal point because you painted it. It was painted when you got it, and it's faded by now. Maybe if it's a bird feeding station that you like to look out your back door at, suddenly it's kind of dull. You know. <laughs> well, that's okay. We can fix that this time of year. I think my trellises would show a little bit more if I brightened them up, so I might manage to get around to that this year. But there's so many things that are important for us to do at this time of the year, and we, we think about you know, pruning roses and cutting back the grasses and making sure the ground covers are okay and da 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 da. But the bigger picture also deserves our attention. So I hope that you will take the time to look at your garden and take, see whether or not there's things you like or things you're missing. That's the way to do it. Now, on the other hand, I had someone write a note to me last night that said, yeah, I looked out my back door and all I can see are the weeds. <laughs> That's another good reason for a focal point. <laughs> so you have something else to bring your eye up from the ground level up a little bit higher. That can also be helpful. I wonder if this, if this is interesting. I, I really just, you know, I've been on this magnetism kick. And I wanted to talk about another finding in nature where magnetism has a big deal. I want to get that to you today. I want to talk about oil sprays. Take your phone calls. Take your texts. We're doing gardening myths. We're doing gardening realities. We're doing all sorts of stuff here today. Thank you for joining me on Weekend Gardening. With darkness all about You want the screen shot Carry on Carry on Don't cry Look at where you've been Everybody knows You just need a friend Please, please, please Go down on your knees Carry on Carry on Your head is full of doubt You can't figure anything out Carry on Need a career, a job, an opportunity? If so, Mississippi Community Colleges are your affordable solution. As experts in training people for high-paying careers and connecting people to opportunities, Mississippi Community Colleges can help you achieve your dream. Visit your community college for more information on the My Best program and other career pathways. I'm Dr. Andrea Mayfield, Executive Director of the Mississippi Community College Board. For more information, email info at mccb.edu. If you're building a new home or remodeling an older home, 
Amazing Propane is for you. A propane tankless water heater, a propane generator, a propane gas grill and oven, propane fireplaces, even lighting. Propane, such a versatile, clean, cost-effective source of energy for any home. Propane, clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com to learn more. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Frank's Red Hot is the perfect blend of flavor and heat. That's why you can use an entire bottle to make buffalo chicken dip. The kind you might make for when you're watching the game at home. And maybe this year there's less people around to watch the game with. But that just means there's more dip. And it's all for you. Some of you may say, that's too much dip. But deep down in your heart of hearts, you know it isn't. So go ahead. Finish it. Frank's Red Hot don't judge. Frank's Red Hot. I put that sh** on everything. It's that time of year when love is in the air and you just crave something sweet. Valentine's Day. Uh, wrong. It's Mazda of Jackson's Sweet Deal Sales Event. That's right. All February, we're giving you the sweetest deals possible on our entire selection of Mazdas. Right now, get 0% financing for 60 months on new 2021 Mazda CX-9s and on 2021 Mazda 6s. That's right. 0% for 60 months. This will save you thousands in finance charges. We're also offering you money-saving deals on every vehicle in stock. Get super low 2.9% financing on certified pre-owned Mazda 3s and Mazda CX-5s. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved. No matter your past credit history, 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So come scoop up your sweet deal before it's too late. Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit select models.
There we are. Hey, thank you. Welcome into Weekend Gardening. Now, I was thinking about onions while Green Onions was playing, and it occurs to me that I haven't given you the onion update in a couple of weeks. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. The Red Grand X onions did not sprout. I think the seeds were too old, but that was my only failure. The, the white onions that I'm doing from sets are looking great. And the shallots that I planted from shet, from, from little, little sets to the shallots look great. And the beautiful heirloom onions are in huge demand in my kitchen. They're delicious. We've been eating the green onions from that. And I pulled the leaves away from the little chipolinos. I think I probably told you that there were two surviving. Well, there's three. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Why am I growing all these onions? What difference does it make? They actually do have different tastes, and they have different forms. I've got to tell you, if you've never planted shallots, I want you to do that. This is the French type, not not the Louisiana shallot that I've grown for so many years. This is the French shallot because it's just so pretty. It, it's as, it's every bit as pretty as garlic. It has a lot of l- small breaking in, in the center of it, and so therefore it has a nice cluster of leaves. It's just really pretty, really nice looking. And, of course, aromatic and, and delicious, too. Um, John, I think that might be sweet alyssum. He planted a packet of mixed seeds, and um, this is what came up. <laughs> I can't be sure that that's what it is from the picture, but it sure looks like it. Take 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 a searcher search engine and look at that and tell me um, if I'm right. Um, let's see. Oh my goodness! I think that I've got the same problem that you do um, there in Madison. The um, I, I thought I had killed Peggy Martin, the Katrina Rose, but in fact it has now come up in three places after I took the other one out. So yeah, it's it's time. The um, it's okay to cut the rose out of the pot. That's fine. Absolutely. And yes, if you don't have Peggy Martin and you you know it as the Katrina rose, it's still it's the same rose. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful plant. Sure does grow fast and wildly. That's why that's why, in the case of the one in the container, that you may have to cut the container off. And in the case of mine, I was certain I had rooted some because this one didn't wasn't looking too good, and there were other things going on in that area that was shading the the rose, but. It's come up all over the place, so back to figuring out how to move the trellis <laughs> so that it gets where the rose is. Um, somebody asked me one day not that long ago how I decide where to plant things in my beds, and I have to admit I am not a designer. I plant between tree roots usually. Wherever I can dig a hole is usually where things end up. But if you are starting a bed and you don't have tree roots to contend with, I do think that there are a lot of really good examples of com- combination of flower, combination flower beds, perennials and annuals and bulbs that you can certainly use. And you can also use um, an awful lot of other things in that same regard. You can, you can put yourself in some ornaments. You can have some um, things to anchor the bed. But you can also make sure that you're using the colors that you like too. So all of those things fit into the design. I'm, very limited in my design capabilities, I use the rule of three. Three is the most stable of the forms in the universe, and I really like three of this and three of that. Now, sometimes that's because 
you don't know if they're going to live, but other times it's because you don't want a small show. You want a big show of each individual thing. I did not plant my three shrubs in one place. I planted them across the bed. They are big, but they will eventually breach one another if I don't keep them pruned. That's for sure. Triple eight eight zero eight eight six three seven is always the phone number here on the Super Talk call line, and the Ceasefire text line six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five keeps always available to you um um yes this is a this is an interesting question can you make camellia tea uh, actually yes the camellia is tea the the tea plants at for example the great mississippi tea company in um south mississippi South Central Mississippi, I should say. Um, those are those are all camellia plants. It's a it's one particular part of the camellia family. It's neither Sasanqua nor Japonica. It's Sinensis. But anyway, the point is, that's how come we have flowering camellias here now. Is the the myth? It may, well, it may not be a myth. I've actually seen I've seen shipping labels that indicated this was so. I hope it was true because it's a great story. Um, people were bringing in tea plants, that is to say camellias for growing tea, into the eastern part of the United States, particularly Charleston area. And some of the plants were not the right one. Some of the plants were these big flowered, beautiful camellia sasanquas. Obviously, they're not edible. So you need to get the camellia that is, which is the tea camellia. And that those are the ones that people pick, pick the leaves and make the tea out of. I know it's funny, and it? think think about that. Yes, we do that here. We we can grow just about everything there is to grow here in Mississippi at one time of the year or another. Sometimes too. <laughs> so this is really a great place to be if you're a gardener. It's why I, I so appreciate being able to be here with you. Um, there's we you would think about praying mantis, and and I I know we're rolling up to the edge of the, uh, the hour here, but I just got to tell you, I'm I had no idea that I even thought praying mantises were beautiful until I saw this fossil in Labrador, 100 million years ago, the time of the dinosaurs. Yes, it is in fact a praying mantis, but we know about it because of the fossil of its wings, and they're really pretty. This is um, it helps us to establish the relationships between the ones that we knew and the ones that we know now, and this 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 is actually um, understands lets us understand more about the most primitive of these particular creatures. There are there believe it or not there are more praying mantises than you might have ever thought, and in this particular case, we needed that fossil record to show us this one. It's beautiful. It's just beautiful. Does it um, have a name? Oh, well, sure it does. Um, this one is Labradormantis Gibalti, because it's from Labrador. Cool, huh? Neato. Evolutionary relationships between those different sectors are real important. Otherwise, we don't understand things. You know, we can't figure out, why does it do this? Well, it does this because it did that. You know, <laughs> those relationships are very important. In... Um, how can multiplying onions be used? I like green onions. I like multiplying onions as green onions. But when they do multiply and you take them up to replant, the whites are delicious too. In my experience, I'm, I'm not, um, I'm not opposed to 
I really like almost every kind of onion I've ever eaten. I'm hugely fond of leeks, but I'm also very fond of red onions, which have a most much stronger taste. Multiplying onions, in my experience, the clumps that I have had were very mild and it just had a little bit of um, a little bit of a bite, but not very much at all compared to, say, white onions. Okay, and then we can talk about the sweet onions. Yeah, we can do all of that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes, they call me crazy. They always have. I wear it like a badge. My name's Nellie Neal. I'm known as the Garden Mama, and I'll be as crazy as you want me to be right here on Weekend Gardening. to growing cotton, I'm looking for results. That's why I choose the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. The powerful combination of Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton and Extendamax Herbicide with Vapor Grip technology means I'm getting built-in pest protection and an increased spectrum of control of insects like bullworms and tobacco budworm on top of effective weed control. That adds up to stronger yield potential. In fact, Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton showed an 87 pound per acre advantage on average versus top planted phytogen varieties. It's no wonder the Roundup Ready Extend crop system is the number one choice for so many of us. For me, the choice is easy. I choose results. I choose the Roundup Ready Extend crop system. Yield claims are based on 2017 to 2019 Bayer trials. Extendamax is a restricted use pesticide. Check with your state pesticide regulatory agency for specific restrictions in your state. Always read and follow IRM where applicable grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our weekend special. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus special financing on all Smart Beds. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. Nandy's Candy. Chocolate strawberries and chocolate baskets. Nandy's Candy. Personalized hearts. Nandy's Candy. Caramel popcorn. Nandy's Candy. Chocolate hearts in milk or dark chocolate. Nandy's Candy. Fudge and truffles. Nandy's Candy. It's all at Nandy's Candy. Nandy's Candy in Maywood Mart. 601-362-9553. Shop online at nandyscandy.com for curbside pickup or shipping. Open 10 to 6 Monday through Friday and 7 to 5 on Saturday. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, online at baroniestreepros.com. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. This week, Governor Tate Reeves extended his executive order, placing a mask mandate on 75 of the state's 82 counties through March 3rd. Statewide, the order maintains a limit of 10 people at an indoor social gathering and 50 outdoors. And this coming week, 30 Walmart pharmacies in Mississippi will receive doses of the COVID-19 vaccine as the result of a new federal partnership announced by the Biden administration. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas 
the stops. We anticipate this first week about 6,200 doses being administered through this pharmacy program. The program is intended to address racial disparities. And Mississippi's Giant House Party will go on this year. The Neshoba County Fair is set to take place July 23rd through the 30th, and the artist lineup is already underway. Country music star Trace Atkins has committed to perform on the 28th. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Need a career, a job, an opportunity? If so, Mississippi Community Colleges are your affordable solution. As experts in training people for high-paying careers and connecting people to opportunities, Mississippi Community Colleges can help you achieve your dream. Visit your community college for more information on the My Best program and other career pathways. I'm Dr. Andrea Mayfield, Executive Director of the Mississippi Community College Board. For more information, email info at mccb.com. A Mississippi native will become the first woman to officiate a Super Bowl game Sunday, and the honors are already pouring in. Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith praised Pascagoula native Sarah Thomas on the Senate floor this week. To me and many others, Sarah's selection to officiate at Super Bowl 55 is just a natural progression for a talented professional. I can assure you anyone who knows Sarah, as I do, will not be surprised by her successful career. Sarah was the first woman to officiate a Division I high school game in Mississippi, the first for a college football game, a college bowl game, and an NFL playoff game. And Jim Weatherly of Pontotoc wrote that song, which became a hit for Gladys Knight and the Pips and earned a Grammy. He was also a quarterback for Ole Miss in the 60s. Weatherly passed away Wednesday at the age of 77. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. From Sports Mississippi, I'm Dixon Williams. Southeastern Conference basketball action today finds Mississippi State at South Carolina with a 2.30 tip-off there, 2 o'clock airtime on the MSU Basketball Network. The Bulldogs are 4 and 6 in the Southeastern Conference, 10 and 9 overall, while South Carolina is 3 and 4, 5 and 6. The Ole Miss Rebels, fresh off the win over Tennessee earlier this week, will take on Auburn at Auburn. 3 o'clock tip on the Plains, 2.30 airtime, the Ole Miss Basketball Network. Ole Miss comes in at 4-6 and six in the conference, 9-8 and eight overall, while Auburn is also 4-6 and six in the conference and 10-9 and nine overall. And the Southern Miss Golden Eagles will look to break a four-game losing skid in Conference USA action as they take on Rice at Rice this afternoon at 4 o'clock. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Sports Mississippi. With winter weather just around the corner, contact a qualified service technician to ensure that your propane system is operating safely. Make sure that everyone in your family knows what propane smells like and what to do in the event of a gas leak, including knowing where the gas supply valve is and when and how to safely close it. Call us today to learn more. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Propane Gas Association and its members. Propane. Clean American energy. 
Tommy, are you sure you don't need to call Mississippi 811 before you dig the post holes? I'm just going down a foot or two. It's really not digging. Okay, but I'm just saying. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Digging post holes? You'll need to call Mississippi 811 two days before you dig to prevent you from hitting things like underground electric wires. <laughs> Honey, our electricity just died. Call 811 two days before you dig. Let's make our goal zero damages, zero injuries. Super Bowl 55 will kick off at 5.30 Sunday afternoon, pitting the Kansas City Chiefs against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Chiefs are in their fourth Super Bowl, their second consecutive Super Bowl, where they won last year's Super Bowl over the San Francisco 49ers. Tampa Bay is in their second overall ever Super Bowl. They won back in 2003, Super Bowl 37 over Oakland. The Chiefs Mississippi players are Chris Jones out of Mississippi State, defensive tackle. Linebacker Willie Gay is on the roster, but he will be out for the Super Bowl with a meniscus injury. Listed on the depth chart for Kansas City, Martinez Rankin out of Mississippi State is listed second at right guard. And Jordan Tiamu, quarterback out of Ole Miss, is still on the depth chart, listed third at quarterback. Tampa Bay Buccaneers have Raquin Nunez-Roches out of Southern Miss. And Sarah Thomas, Pactagula native, will be the first female official in the 55-year history of the Super Bowl. Kickoff at 5.30 tomorrow in Tampa. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports Mississippi. Welcome to Weekend Gardening with your host, the empress of everything green, Nellie Neal. Garden Mamas on the radio now to answer your questions and call you. Hello, baby. Hello, 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 hello. My goodness, wherever you are, whatever day it is, you're listening weekend gardening that's right we're here live but the good news is there is a rebroadcast on sundays there's also always on demand at supertalk.fm where you can grab this particular program put it in your pocket and take it with you wherever you're going thank you so much for giving me your time and your attention i appreciate it more than you can possibly know it means the world to me to be a gardener i don't think i would be the person I am today if my grandmother hadn't said to me, go out there with your grandfather. You know, I'm jumping up and down in the house doing something, too much energy carrying on, whatever it is. And she said, go out there with him. Your daddy Tom's in the garden. Go help him. And I know it was because I was too much troubled in the house, but it sure did find my niche, found my world. Um, I, I, the first pair of boots I ever had were no bigger than a minute. And I've still got a pair of boots just in case it's too muddy to go outside. It's always been like that. And I hope that you are a gardener, whether you've always been one or whether you're picking up the habit today, it's a good one. It's one where we can always feel better about ourselves and about the world that we live in. That's very important no matter what day it is. Now, I will tell you, my email jumped up with people, mostly grandmothers, I'll admit it, Concerned about this information coming out about the levels of toxins in baby food. I too am outraged. I have, I, I have no idea how that could have happened. What in the world? What has happened to our situation to be able to look at these things and keep these things out of our problem? Keep, keep them away from us because they can be such terrible problems. Um, got my notice from the capital city the other day. The, the lead water, the lead in the water is up high again. 
well, I'll filter my water half for years. But the point is, I'm not a young person with little children trying to figure out how to navigate all of this. I can tell you there's not one way. It takes a lot of doing. It takes a lot of family. It takes a lot of community. And it takes, frankly, a whole lot of effort to do anything in this world if it's going to be any good. That's why it's hard, because it's good. But growing some food, whether it's for your baby or whether it's for yourself or whether it's for your neighbors, it's going to make you feel better. And you're also going to know what they're eating. It makes a lot of difference all the way around. So come on, let's talk about it. We can talk about the flowers. We've been talking today on the C Spire text line, of course, 601-879-4395. Um, Ken in Pike County is interested in tea as opposed to Camellia, so saying he doesn't want to grow anything he can't eat, so he wants to talk about camellias, but he wants to grow ones you can eat. Well, you just uh, you you about down the road, go to greatmississippiteacompany.com. You'll find all all about growing camellia sinensis, that is the tea camellia here, and and it's pretty too. It's a lovely plant. It's you know it's not, nothing wrong with it. it's pretty, but it also is the one from which we make tea. So you can find all all about that. Okay. Meanwhile. On the Super Talk call line, triple eight eight zero eight eight six three seven, Raleigh will answer the phone and he will tell you that just like he did, Jim. Hang on, she'll be right with you. Jim's in Laurel. What's going on, Jim? I'm sitting out here with my raincoat on. Ah. Just wondering what you're going to do next. <laughs> you remember, uh, a couple of years ago, I done some experiment with the tomato plants. You know, I kept them in five gallon buckets. Yeah, yeah. And maybe them things up in February, they're still making uh Tomatoes, but they're about the size of a golf ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done this again this year with jalapenos. Mm-hmm. And there, I've got them on the front porch, and it looks like a witch's cabin. <laughs> and I've, got a, I've got a big yellow garbage bag uh, hung from the ceiling to a, a light, and I put it down over it. And I catch rain with it. I keep the water for it. But uh, I'm just wondering how much longer this is going to last. But uh, what I really called about was my Easter lily. Mm-hmm. Second and third year in a row, these are things that they don't flatten out on the end, fix the bud out any day. Yep, you have just hit it's with that there. with that second question. You have just hit on why it was such an exciting year of my life, the, the year that I grew Easter lilies, because <laughs> they do try to bloom sooner than you want them to. Easter's not until, what, late March, April this year? Um, but it and, and they do that. But, yes, they're hardy in our part of the world, and they bloom when they're ready. Okay? That's just the way it goes. As to your peppers. Cold weather's not going to hurt them. Well, if if they bloom and the and it freezes that night, yeah, the flower will be ruined. But no, they're not. The bulbs aren't going to be bothered. <laughs> they don't care. At least they've been here for thirty years. Well, that's my point. You know, <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> so that's the good news. Now about your peppers. Let me talk to you about your peppers. Any okay. kind of pepper like that, any kind of annual vegetable, is intended to grow, produce, set seed and die and go to the great beyond in one season. You have pushed their season. And as long as you keep watering and fertilizing them and they don't get frozen, they'll keep making peppers. Well, I got a friend of mine. And picking them, by the way. You also have to pick those peppers. Yeah. I got a friend of mine. His uncle is Panama. He set out jalapeno peppers on his back patio back in the mid-60s. And they don't ever get cold. Well, Panama is different. That's why we and like it. Made, it's equatorial yeah, I mean, there. They made, 
they made a jalapeno tree. Sure. That's because it, that's asked. because it's an equatorial zone. We don't live in an equatorial zone. We'd have yeah. to go past <laughs> South Florida <laughs> to get to conditions that are what? that warm. But yeah, there it's they the, 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 the designation as an annual plant is is made by us here in the northern hemisphere. That's for sure. Well, they done good. The storm surge killed them. Garden mama, you sounded good as always. Thank I'm you, sir. All right, now send me that recipe for those stuffed peppers. When, as soon as you can. Sure, I eat them blazers. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. Take care. We were talking the other day about um, being the, back in the... There, there's things that you remember from when you did one kind of job or another, and one of mine was that the jar... In, at the end of the bar of gigantic jalapenos that were pickled always got emptied and had to be refilled faster than the one with the ham hocks in it or the pig's feet. Okay, that just happens to be the bars I worked in, may not be the ones you worked in. But I can tell you that one of the best pickling liquids in the whole wide world is that good old commercial jalapeno pickling recipe. You pickle anything in that stuff. <laughs> They were hot now. Watch out. You don't like hot food. You better be careful. Williams and Jackson on the text line and was wondering about using a particular product on his Bermuda grass um, for weed control. Here's the deal. Doesn't matter what product it is. Doesn't matter what grass it is. When you want to investigate a particular product for your lawn, you got to read the label. And in some cases, I realize that the label print is so tiny that I go online and look up the same label because I can't read the teeny tiny print. That's the whole idea is because all of this is available to us online like a library now. So I'm going to tell you the the timing, the temperature you can use it at, and the conditions, as that is to say whether it has just rained or whether you water the lawn or whether you need to do it when it's dry, all of those things will be on that particular label of that particular product. And it will tell you much better than I can when is okay to use it. Um, because that's just that's what we do. We 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 read the we read the smarts from those folks. Those particular products, especially, can be very very tricky, and you can hurt your lawn. All right, now, what about magnetism? This is this is the third week in a row. I feel like I'm on a theme here. So we've had magnetism in repelling a, a predator. We've had magnetism in terms of forming a glue. All right. And this week, hello, it's the Venus flytrap. That's right. Now, if you've never grown a Venus flytrap, it's one of the more fun plants to have simply because everybody wants to look at it and everybody wants to talk about it. Um, it it's, a, it's a real conversation starter. If, for example, you're a single person and you want to have conversations with a lot of people, get these plants, start taking pictures of them, get yourself an Instagram account, you will have friends. Okay? Just trust me. But the electrical activity in a Venus flytrap, what? Yes, that's right. She said biomagnetism. This is so exciting. That's a classic thing. It's the detection of magnetic signals from anything that's alive. And, of course, very little of it has been done in the plant kingdom. We, 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 we use uh, a thing called a squid magnetometer, which is another one of those delightful acronyms. Superconducting quantum interference device. Okay. Well, you're going to use that. You've got to have... You have to have the, the vaccine freezer. You've got to have the, the super cold temperatures to use that thing, cryogenic-type temperatures. But 
Instead, in this case, they used atomic magnetometers to measure the magnetic signals of the Venus flytrap. What? Were they measurable? Yes, they were. Yes, indeed, they were. I love, love this, but I did not know, and this is the word for the week, picotisia, picotisla, and it is, of course, tiny Tesla, picotisla, um, from the Venus flytrap. It's millions of times weaker than the Earth's magnetic field, but it is still measurable. So today's word for you to take to your friends and surprise them with is picotisla, or Pico Tesla, if you want to be verbatim about it, because that's what it means, is Pico Tiny Tesla. <laughs> he gets a lot of credit for stuff, doesn't he? I love that. But the electrical activity is really one of those pieces of understanding in the case of our friends, the Venus flytraps, how come they can close and open like they do? It's all about that attraction and repelling and getting that understanding can lead us to some pretty interesting places, I think. I like it. Pico Tesla, indeed. <laughs> Fun stuff. Bottle brush is a plant that I don't think we grow enough. Um, granted, it's one of the marginals. It can, even when an established one, if we get a week of frozen below 20, you know, it's going to be tough on a lot of things. But most of the time, it's going to be tough enough in a protected area, even in northern part of Zone 8. Um, you can grow it inside of a fence or with, you know, behind a baffle or that kind of thing. And it is such a beautiful, beautiful plant. It's one of the ones that I would like to continue growing in a container so that it doesn't ever get set back. And it can be one of the, among the, one of the first to bloom for the hummingbirds in the springtime. It's a beautiful, beautiful plant. Um, of course, I have a, I have a place where you can communicate. I have uh, an email address, mamaonair at yahoo.com, um, and I'm also on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. I'll write all this down for Ken, but, but the rest of you need to know. Um, the Garden Mama community on Patreon is patreon.com slash gardenmama. There you'll find levels of support. You can become my patron, and you get things from me and an opportunity to watch the creation of my work. Um, particularly fun place and, and really smart, smart. You'll, you'll get in there and you'll find a whole lot of really smart people that you'll enjoy, musicians and other creators. Oh, my goodness. That's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Gloria sending her white camellia flowers. Anything that is showing color, go ahead and pick before it. If it listen to the weather, and if it's really going to be 15 degrees for two nights, okay, or something terrible, then yes, cut any camellias that are in flower, that have bloomed, that have opened up a little bit with color because they will go on and open if you float them in your house in a, um, in a shallow dish. Those are just beautiful. I do love a camellia. Pretty, pretty, pretty. Let's see. John's in Ridgeland, um, and he's he is moving um, he has a little Jim Magnolia, and he'd like to have a rooting or something to be able to move. Um, those trees can be moved. If you're able to move it now, you could move the tree, and you can certainly take cuttings off of it. But but that's enough of a focal point tree that I'm going to say indulge yourself and get another tree and, and put it in your front yard because they are a beautiful tree. They're, um, they're a version, of course, of our Magnolia Grandiflora, the, the state tree, which is they're not quite as big. They're still not a small tree. 
So if yours is small, go ahead and dig it up and move it. Otherwise, get a new one. You can root them. Root them from semi-hardwood cuttings um, in late spring, just just like we would do a camellia or many other woody shrubs. But i got to tell you, they're slow. <laughs> so you, you may or may not want to... Uh, me ready not want to wait for that one um, little jim's one that i'm probably going to go ahead and get myself a new one but it's going to be a nice place i can see that you're getting a good uh, a good spot for it all right interesting stuff i will i'll type that in at the break and let's see do i can i do this we'll have to see we may have to ask betty to hold on for just a moment get us through the break here <laughs> um let me see what else this is, um, I'm going to give this one to you, Raleigh. Larry wants to know why he can't get me on the stream, so I'm going to give that question to you. It's on the text line. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, okay, good. Let's see. Oop, let's see if I can get this right quick. Betty? Hey, Betty, you're in Columbia. Let's talk about butter beans. It's not really butter beans. <laughs> I call them butter beans because they look like butter beans on the wisteria. Oh, the beans. Okay, sure. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Do you cut them off? And when do you cut them off? The, and when you cut them off, does it affect the blooming? When when you cut them, does it affect the It's blooming? really two different things. The, the blooming itself is uh, important because we want to prune now if we can, and that does usually involve taking off those old seed pods. Where the seed pods are, you'll look in the vomit vine, and you'll see that there's a little branch coming up, and that's where the seed pods are that come off that main cane, that main vine. That's where you want to take those off, and you want to cut that down to about two inches, if it's any longer than that. That's where the new flowers and the new seed pods will come from. Um, the seed pods, if you don't want more wisterias coming up, by all means, cut them off and get them out of there because they will sprout (laughs) you can take them off anytime but i like to wait until they've at least started to turn brown because then they're not so pretty anymore they're very pretty when they're green um, but they sure do they they will create a whole lot of seedlings if you if you don't want them you shouldn't you should get rid of them but go ahead and do that do the pruning on the vine now and take the seed pods off it's fine and it's also the time to fertilize your daffodils, didn't you say? Yes, it is. If you didn't happen to do that, you know, any particularly, you know, we don't even think about that until the leaves come up. And, yes, it's a fine time to do it. A lot of people say, oh, you should fertilize them the fall before and all this. Well, that's true, but I don't ever think about that. <laughs> and one more quick thing. Yes, ma'am. You said last weekend the sumac is a herb. Yes, it is. The poisonous, the no, poisonous. not the poison sumac, the other sumac, S-U-M-A-C. I'll talk more about that after this break okay thank you betty good to hear from you appreciate it ah i don't know what's on your mind today friends but i got stevie wonder on mine here we go this is weekend gardening Don't you worry about a thing. Don't you worry about a thing, mama. 
Your business may be classified as small to mid-size, but you view it as an empire and naturally want it to succeed. Do you have the proper tools in place to efficiently utilize the staff who handles administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits? Without changing current processes and proper training, payroll technology alone cannot solve these problems. By utilizing the iSolve platform, MWG Employer Services can create new processes and properly train your staff to maximize the efficiency of this technology. For more information, visit MWGEmployerServices.com. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Quality preschool, toddler, and infant care. Little Acorns Child Development Center. Now accepting applications for toddlers and infants. 601-965-5002. Little Acorns Child Development Center. 100 West Capitol Street in downtown Jackson at the Dr. A.H. McCoy Federal Building. We're accepting applications for both federal and non-federal children. You will go crazy for Little Acorns, where me, Sammy the Squirrel, will provide tons of fun, fun, fun. Here at Little Acorns, we provide developmentally appropriate curriculums, low staff-to-child ratios, degreed early childhood teachers in all rooms, delicious, healthy breakfast, lunch, and snacks. All teachers certified in infant and child CPR and pediatric first aid. Designated drop-off with health safety temperature screenings at our safe, secure, modern, and spacious facility. Call now for a spot for your Little Acorn today. 601-965-5002. Tell them Sammy. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. We've got hand washing stations with soap, paper towels, and water, and we've also got hand sanitizers to rent or sell. Please give us a call, 601-879-3969. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESI supply.net psi supply your flame resistant clothing headquarters i'm dr andrea russo a cardiologist maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now but if you're having an irregular heartbeat heart racing chest pain shortness of breath fatigue or lightheadedness don't wait this could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke if you're having these symptoms don't wait Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. 
This hour of weekend gardening is brought to you locally in part by the Tractor Store, your Mahindra dealer on Highway 49 South in Richland. The Tractor Store is proud to sell Mahindra, the world's number one tractor. The Tractor Store, your farm and lawn equipment destination. We would shout and swim about the coral that lies beneath the waves. Remind me that I want the end. <laughs> when I tell you the out, tell me it's the end. But anyway, it never hurts to have a little Ringo star floating along with us on a Saturday here on Weekend Gardening. Yes, indeed. I have to I have to tell you, I had never heard of the pineapple posture until I was learning about something else I didn't learn about until this week, and that is the vampire squid. Yes, this is for Raleigh to make sure that he can't sleep tonight. The vampire squid is so beautiful, but and in deadly, obviously, if you're its prey. But each of its eight arms are different in the way that they always are. We understand that each of them has their own sort of mini brain in it. But in this case, they are actually different colors, and they are literally all in search all the time looking for the next thing to eat. And when they get ready to move, they pull all the arms up at once, up over the round head of the um, octopus, and it, they, they fly off that way and in the ocean. Obviously not flying in the air, but they fly off that way in the ocean. And it's a it's called the pineapple posture, and that's what it looks like. It's crazy. Those squids are so <laughs> wicked looking. Like That's one of Vampires me and Erica's favorite things to do is watch those nature documentaries that they've got on Netflix and everything They're else. They're beautiful. And the ocean ones are so cool. Well, and I love it because I'm not likely to go there. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been to the tops of mountains, but I've never been to the bottom of the deep blue sea, and I hope not to be there, but I sure like looking at what's there. It's, it's, mean, it's a wonderful golly, way to... Like the webbing between, you know, each of their tentacles. Just crazy. Just beautiful insane. creatures. Beautiful creatures. Um, the whole family, in fact, is is worth study. If If you happen to be one of those people... I've always thought it was interesting that most of the people you meet who go into marine biology are actually people from landlocked places, not on the coast. Because people on the coast take it for granted that you'll always be able to see and do all that. But somebody like me who comes from, you know, the edge of a river, maybe, lucky me, Mm, marine biology always sounded so interesting to me because of that. Um, Conversation about sumac. The best spice you've never heard of, um, by the way, in my opinion. The, the, the main thing you need to know is that red sumac berries are the ones that are in the spice, that are processed for the spice. The white ones are from the poisonous plant. They are not. Okay. When you, but I'm not asking you to go and get sumac. I'm asking you to go and, and, and explore it as a spice. It's also a beautiful tree. Just gorgeous. This is for Larry. I finally got an answer on the app from uh, the big man, Will East. Um, He's saying that the app is down for maintenance right now. Oh, okay. And uh, they've got a new one in the works. But for right now, you can listen by well, I'm sorry listen that, watch. I'm really sorry that I sounded dumb by offering people <laughs> the opportunity to come and listen to us on the app because you can't. But yeah. anyway. But if you want to watch, you can go to supertalk.fm slash watch or hey slash there. listen. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and I did check the website. The website is working. Oh, so. well, okay. That's good. Yes. That's good. That's the best way you can watch. We um we just like we like to always know what's going on and at least sound smart even when we don't know what's going on. 
Uh, that's a good one. I think good joke going on up here. We've got all sorts of things. Question about leggy seedlings um, and are they reclaimable? But the ones that I'm seeing in the picture are not. They look like peppers seedlings. I'm not sure. When you have too little light for a seedling, it gets a stem that is thin and oftentimes very pale green and sometimes even white because it can't it's called etiolation and stretching and they can't get they're not getting enough light to photosynthesize so just pop those out and start over you'll be fine pull the light down get the light down two inches above the flat yes it really does need to be that close (laughs) and then you'll as the as the as the plants grow you'll pull it up the other thing that 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 is brilliant for that the light issue is brilliant for is because it makes the perfect balance between the heat mat underneath the seedlings and the overhead which is not very warm but does have a slight warmth to it both of those things go directly to helping the seeds sprout faster and grow more effectively and efficiently but you got to keep the light close that's for sure if you had tomatoes um I'm, i would even at this stage i would still say start over again because there's long enough time to do them but you you can have a, a thinner, leggier tomato plant because we bury the stem of those. Those the, the, All of those stems have the opportunity to root along their edges. Other things do not. Peppers, eggplant, okra, the lettuce, those things do not have the opportunity to root in, when you put their stems in the ground. All righty, on to another question from the C-SPAR text line. What are good plants for the septic area? Um, cannas, they need to be water lovers. Cannas, Louisiana iris, and cyperus are my three favorites. Um, for more information, be aware that um, Crosby Arboretum has a whole bunch of stuff about that. You can get more info, okay? Y'all are so sweet. Everybody's writing thanks. Trey, you funny. Trey, you always make me laugh. That's funny. Thank you. Um, let's see. Kelly's in Meridian. And, um, um, yes, you can transplant shrubs, and you should certainly be careful of deer on the highway. No doubt about that. There's The transplanting really does go on all this month, and I, I'm not the only person that's ever seen this, I'm sure. You know, somebody's maybe had to sell grandma's house or maybe grandma sold grandma's house and told you to come on and what you want, come dig it up. And you'll see people driving around with all kind of stuff in the back of their cars and the back of their trunks and hanging out the back end of the pickup and all this because we love our plants. I'm always going to tell you that if you know that's going to happen next year, okay, if you know, for example, grandpa says, okay, look, I am moving to Panama. Okay, I am getting out of here, and I'm going to sell this house. Y'all need to come get what you want. Okay, um, and that's that's important to understand. Now would be a really good time to have that conversation, and now would be a really good time to start making your plans so that by the time next year comes, you can actually get the, the plants moved. Makes a lot of sense. Um I, I'm not going to argue with anybody here about deer. If the deer is in the highway, try not to hit it. And you can just stop writing to me, okay? Y'all do this, and it, it's not, it doesn't make any sense in my gardening program. Appreciate you, but you don't need to tell me all that. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll answer this one again. The, if you're using a 
weed control product on your lawn, you need to read the label. It'll tell you the temperature range, the weeds it'll kill, the lawn to use it on, and the other conditions such as whether or not the lawn needs to be wet or dry. Okay? So there you have it. Um, Let's see. Jeremy planted tulip bulbs. Yeah, I know. I'm sprouting, too. Let's see. Is it too late to plant more in the new beds? If you can find any... um, if you can find any tulip bulbs around, and hopefully they've been in a refrigerator somewhere by this time, you could certainly plant them and, and get some flowers. They're not going to keep. So if you have a bag of tulip bulbs, by all means, go ahead and plant them. I've noticed that mine that I did chill all the way through December have already come up. And I don't, I'm hoping that this, I hope they don't try to bloom this week because this would be an unpleasant week for them to do that. Um, but that's nice. It, it's not too late in the, to plant them in the new beds. But why not go if, if you're going to play? If those are going to be permanent beds and not cut flower beds, why not go ahead and get some daffodil bulbs and some grape hyacinth and some other things that are going to be there a little bit longer? Those are also still available in many many places. I thought this was really interesting. I have, uh, you know, you me. I, I can't help but read. It's what I do all the time. But I did not, I thought we had figured all this out. I thought we knew all the parts of the root of a plant, for heaven's sake. Well, we didn't. And in trying to understand how how in the world things can grow as well as they do under such stressful circumstances, the folks in, in uh, the, the Penn State world, who are big horticulture folks, you probably know that, um, they've really said, how come this corn over here can grow in the worst of terrible conditions, and how do we get that quality into the new corn or anything else? How do we do this? Barley, wheat, any of the things that we really need to be able to go deep into the ground to find the water that's there, how how do we do this, and why do some do it better than others? Well, well, well. Change all of your drawings, all of your anatomies, all of your understandings of roots, because there is indeed a previously unknown trait in some cereals, that's the wheats and barleys and whatnot, that lets those roots punch into hard, compacted soils. Do we need this or what? My goodness, we need this. I love this. This particular thing is MCS. You'll be seeing it in any number of horticultural things this coming up, this coming year, because now we're so excited to learn that there are places where the lignin in there concentrates. That's that, you know, it's an organic polymer that we're all familiar with. It's, it's what makes cell walls stiff. When somebody tells you to use, um, for example, Epsom salts on roses or on peppers. What they're trying to do is strengthen the cell wall. They're trying to strengthen the lignin in that plant. Okay, and in this case, this is great. It's multiseriate cortical sclerochema, but it's MCS. And if we can understand how it works and we can replicate it, we're going to have some better products. This is just great stuff. Um, these are really beautiful. The way they've tested it, of course, is to set up different kinds of corns growing in tubes so that they could control the soil. And some of the soils are much more compacted than others, and that's where they were able to isolate this particular lignin buster. (laughs) I love that. How smart is that? 
and boy, the, the research, if you're interested in the way research goes on, um, this particular piece was well done, National Academy of Sciences, provided by our friends at Penn State. Um, they're, they're smart folks, really, really smart folks. Now, let's see. Um, Tim is in Corinth on the text line today with, um, uh-oh, Raleigh, he's making gumbo. Now, that's a that's a pretty good gumbo. Gator in, Looks good to me. Gator, shrimp, crawfish, sausage, and chicken. Good heavens. You've crossed all the lines, Tim. <laughs> I will say, I've not ha- ever had gator before, so I would definitely be interested in trying that out. Um, tastes like chicken. I'm sorry. That's what everybody says. Actually, it depends on how it's cooked. I, the best sauce piquant I ever had was a, an alligator one, but it was at the alligator festival, you know. And by the time you get to the alligator festival, you better be interested in everything. It's like going to the garlic festival in California. If you've never eaten garlic ice cream, you will before the day is over. <laughs> that does not it's sound wonderful. like the best. It's sweet. It's delicious. Oh, it's wonderful stuff. So is alligator sauce piquant, actually, but I'm not going to cook any. Oh, that's interesting. Um, Tim, a fence is really the answer to invading critters, whether it's bunnies or deer or possums or armadillos or whoever's getting in your vegetable garden. A fence is really the best approach. And if you're like my neighbor, God rest his soul, um, he built an entire chicken wire framed house over his tomatoes to fight to keep the squirrels out of them. I've really since then thought many times, you know, that's not a bad idea. It's not exactly a geodesic dome because it's just screens, you know, but mm, my goodness. It's an old wives' tale that human hair is supposed to keep deer out. Well, I've known people for whom it worked. It's it's part of the larger mammal theory that if the mammal that's there, that's been there, is larger than you, you don't go there. You you stay away and keep moving. It's the same reason that zoodoo is effective around the outside of a uh, crop or a vegetable garden like that. Because mm-hmm. um, it's like rhinoceros poop or it's elephant or whatever it is that they process. Because they got to do something with it. So they process it into a compost product that then you can use in your garden. Yeah. And in the in, there are many others, though. There's There's lots of stories. Which I will, someone will share with you momentarily on the text line. I'm sure of people who have caught me off guard by telling me what they and their grandsons do to keep the tear out. But I'll tell you the funniest one, and I, and I love her. I, I I wouldn't do this one. We had all heard years ago that soap on a rope was the thing you could hang, and the deer wouldn't come up into the garden. So they put up the put up a piece of wire over the tomatoes and hang soap on a rope. Well, this lady said that told me that hers didn't that didn't work for her so she went and got cloth diapers and dipped them in bleach and made a a, a basically a barrier around her tomatoes that the deer did not cross i thought well i don't want to see that either i don't know the soap on the rope bothered me but then again it's i i I would do i would literally write myself a, a plan for getting that getting that house built over my tomatoes if i wasn't fairly well in control of my squirrels that's another whole story all right we got to get out of here for a little bit got to take a quick break um gonna read a few more of these texts we've got some more things to do some more calls coming in and lots and lots to do here on weekend gardening
stuck inside but still looking for bargains on new and secondhand goods? Try HiBid.com, the online auction site for just about anything. HiBid.com offers a safe and easy way to find hundreds of thousands of items for sale every day. From rare coins to fine jewelry, tools to vintage toys, and classic cars to real estate. HiBid.com has it all. HiBid.com makes it easy to find what you're looking for, and the site is simple to use. HiBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com. And start discovering great deals today. Need a career, a job, an opportunity? If so, Mississippi Community Colleges are your affordable solution. As experts in training people for high-paying careers and connecting people to opportunities, Mississippi Community Colleges can help you achieve your dream. Visit your community college for more information on the My Best program and other career pathways. I'm Dr. Andrea Mayfield, Executive Director of the Mississippi Community College Board. For more information, email info at mccb.edu. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. It's that time of year when love is in the air and you just crave something sweet. Valentine's Day. Ah, uh, wrong. It's Mazda of Jackson's Sweet Deal Sales Event. That's right. All February, we're giving you the sweetest deals possible on our entire selection of Mazdas. Right now, get 0% financing for 60 months on new 2021 Mazda CX-9s and on 2021 Mazda 6s. That's right. 0% for 60 months. This will save you thousands in finance charges. We're also offering you money-saving deals on every vehicle in stock. Get super low 2.9% financing on certified pre-owned Mazda 3s and Mazda CX-5s. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our credit specialists work hard to get you a Approved. No matter your past credit history, 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So come scoop up your sweet deal before it's too late. Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit select models. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. I'm sure by now you're aware of the shortage of ammunition that shooters and hunters are experiencing nationwide. Right now we have a good supply of popular calibers like 9mm pistol and 223 rifle, as well as others that we're offering at fair market prices. We do limit the amount you can buy each day. At the range, we'd rather everybody have some than a few buy it all. I hope you'll come visit us soon and check out all the many things we have to offer at the range. A totally new and different type of gun store. Wherever Jesus went, he overturned people's first impressions. He still does that today. Dr. Michael Ziegler talks about first impressions and the larger story this week on The Lutheran Hour. Each Sunday morning at 7 on Supertalk 97.3. Nandy's Candy. Chocolate strawberries and chocolate baskets. Nandy's Candy. Personalized hearts. Nandy's Candy. Caramel popcorn. Nandy's Candy. Chocolate hearts in milk or dark chocolate. Nandy's Candy. Fudge and truffles. Nandy's Candy. Wait a minute. You have baskets made of chocolate that you fill with a dozen fresh chocolate dipped strawberries? Nandy'sCandy.com. In Maywood Mart. And you can order them early online? 
What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick and loans, internal data, points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states and analysts. Consumer access.org. Number 36. Ah, yes, indeed. That is our goal. We would like for everything to grow, everything to grow better than it did before and better than we've ever seen. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes it doesn't. We're having lots of conversations today. We've got um, suggestions for gumbos. We've also got um, rattlesnake and um, (laughs) some of these other things. Yes, I have. I have eaten snake. I'm God. You know. I'm. Let's go to the phone. JJ, are you in Purvis? Where are you, sir? Hey, JJ. Oh, I'm. A, I'm, a, I'm down here in Purgeston. What's going on? Uh, Red Creek Wildlife National Forest, and I live right in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So, so what I was calling you to tell you about? I was listening to earlier. I listen to you all the time. You're the best woman that's ever got in my life, and that's just when they got married. Well, thank you, I think. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, keeping animals out your garden. I made a couple of mistakes back in my younger days, and it kind of put me in the woods where I had to fend for myself. I'm a sustenance hunter. We're going to lose him. I'm sorry. You, your connection is just terrible, JJ. You need to text us if you got a phone you can text with. That'd be great. I'm so sorry. We got to let you go because we can't hear. But I do know, because Raleigh screens calls pretty effectively, that JJ was going to tell us that we should turn the radio on out there and, and the animals will be repelled by it. That's not necessarily turn the just. Radio on. That's right. Not just my voice, but the fact that it's on. Now. I will tell you that one year I got so angry. I was growing tomatoes for the farmer's market, and me and the squirrels got down to it to the point where I not only had the radio out there, I had motion sensitive motion detector lights on the plants. The squirrels were hardly deterred, but my neighbors thought it was hilarious. So there you have that, you know. Fun stuff. Thank you all so much. I appreciate him being there. And that is a beautiful woods. I'll say that. I do know about that. Let me see now. Um, appreciate you. Thank you. Y'all are all very kind. Um, thank you so very, very much. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, <laughs> whatever you're doing, I know what I'm doing. Tomorrow is the Super Bowl. I don't really care who wins. I don't have a dog in this particular hunt. I don't have a bet made. I don't have, but but it does allow me to cook two of my very favorite things, which I will do for my household, and that is key lime pie 
and Kansas City barbecue. <laughs> Both of those things are delicious, <laughs> and I assure you can be eaten at the same table. So whoever's going to win, I don't know. I, I will con- I will admit that um, there's there are a lot of people who have a real fondness for the Kansas City team, and they are the repeating champions from last year. There are also a lot of people who won't bet against Tom Brady under any circumstances. So I'm not any I'm not on either one of those ends of things. But I can tell you this because my father was a football coach, and I've watched a lot of games. Anytime they're touting an offensive matchup, a shootout, it's not going to be that. <laughs> it's going to be like. 11 to 7 or something, you know, some crazy score you can't even believe. But that's because the defenses are going to be so keyed up. They know it's their job. Yeah. The offenses are great, so it's going to be the defenses um, that, that are going to pull the tail, I think. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. I uh, there, there, are all, there are all sorts of things going on. For those of you who know that I am obsessively fond of reality television that is competitive i don't care what people do and i don't care how they talk about one another i just care what they make and what they create and therefore i watch things like project runway and i watch food competitions alex guarnaschelli is one of my heroes but right now i am deep into the second season of blown away it's glass blowing competition on Netflix. I'm it's telling a good you, one. it's a good one. Yeah, I've, I've there's watched so much fun. All of season one. <laughs> well, all of season one was great. Season two is looking good too. Oh my goodness, I've watched two of them. Don't tell me how it comes out. <laughs> fun stuff. Um, let's see. Somebody's looking for multiplying onions. I agree with you that they're hard to find. I would check the farm market, the Mississippi Farm Market Bulletin. You can get that from the Department of Agriculture. A lot of times there are listings in the back end of that so just get in touch with the department of ag or go to their website and you can order the farm market bulletin it'll if if anybody's got it i would bet it would be them um let's see what about amaryllis um what do i do get them to bloom all season well they don't bloom all season they bloom through their season and then you can rest them and bring the blooms back in to bloom again or you can plant them in the garden where they will bloom there in brookhaven they'll bloom every spring you know forever and ever Uh, the, the boxed amaryllis are just beautiful flowers to add into the garden Yes, indeed. I do know where. Um, <laughs> I don't even want to talk to you about what I know, how much I know about Lake Chenier and that the headquarters and all of that. Oh my goodness, that's a long time. Um, <laughs> here's one more. Don't forget, animals don't get used to electricity around that garden. Okay, okay. Yes, that's. I know, I know a lot of people that have used an electric fence right up until the deer figure out how to step over it or the bunnies figure out how to run under it. So it, it can happen. It can work. It can help. But um, other st- more standard fencing does have a slightly better um, better result. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's beautiful. Oh, that's beautiful. Praying mantis on the hummingbird feeder. Boy, was the hummingbird surprised. <laughs> well, here we go, my friends. I don't know if you've been able to stick to your New Year's resolutions or not. Um, That's really why at a certain point in my life I began making my annual physician appointments in January so that if I had put on that same 10 pounds that I have gained every three or four years for my entire life, I would know it (laughs) so that I could work on it. It's actually five, but anyway, point is 
if you if you need to keep those New Year's resolutions, for example, to eat the yogurt before you eat the ice cream, or in my case, to drink the water before you drink the beer, or before, you know all of these other things that you do to take care of yourself and give yourself eat. That's why we have salad as the appetizer course, so that we're not just immediately leaping into food that we want to eat, but that's heavier than we probably need. All of those things go directly to our ability to control ourselves. How do we do that? And do we do that? Well, sometimes we don't. That's That's why there are unfortunate scenes already at the Super Bowl where people are saying, well, you know, they're saying you got to wear a mask. Well, but they're not. So anyway, all of those kind of issues, those are all about self-control, taking care of yourself first with regard for all the people around you is extremely important. And it is self-control. Well, guess what? Guppies aren't much better at it than we are. Um, the the uh, Ghent University and University of Exeter have been studying the behavior of Trinidadian guppies. Yes, there are that many kinds of guppies in the world that one group is named for Trinidad. This is inhibitory control studies. Why they decided to study the guppies, I can't tell you. But they measured by whether the guppy resisted the urge to swim directly towards the food, which, of course, was inside of a cylinder, or swam around it relying on previous understanding. That's how we make our choices. Sometimes the first choice is the right one. Sometimes the fast choice is not the right one. Think about it. Don't be a guppy bumping into the wall. Utilize some self-control. And by the way, put on your mask, wash your hands, keep your distance, and come back around here next week for more weekend gardening. Oh, yeah. And get your vaccination. Gardening with the Garden Mama is a production of South Communication. Due to the coronavirus, everyone has been asked to practice safe distancing from each other. The propane industry has been classified as essential workers, so we will continue to service our customers. In most cases, only essential work is being performed, such as gas deliveries. For the safety of our workers, we are asking you to check your propane gauges and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reads 30%. Rules and regulations require the propane professional to leak test your system and put your propane appliances back into service. The only way this can be done is for our employees to enter your home. With the coronavirus, it is not safe to have outside people entering your home, and currently our employees do not feel comfortable entering homes. A time could come when we are not allowed to enter homes, so please check your tank and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reaches 30%. From all the members of the Mississippi Propane Gas Association, stay safe and God bless. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Pure Air Consultants is your heating and cooling professionals. 
and they're ready to work for you. We're the home of the once-a-year $119 heating and cooling service special, along with 24 months same as cash and no credit check financing. Call us at 601-939-7420. That's 601-939-7420 or online at MyPureAirConsultants.com. That's MyPureAirConsultants.com. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of a Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.